I asked these guys to do three things for me. I asked them to have high energy, to hustle, and have fun. And, and here's the thing. They bought in. They bought in because I would chirp at them and I'd get on and uh-huh. hey, we're, we're, we're dropping our, our momentum here. We're, our energy's low. Let's let's hurry out yeah. on the field. And there was a couple games throughout the season that in saying that, we kind of came back and won the game. I think that hustle is more fun than not hustling. Both hustling and lacking and hustling are contagious. If you do it, sooner or later, you're not going to be the only one doing it. I mean, it'll catch on. Welcome to the Coaching Life Podcast. My name is Pat Martin. I'm here with my good friend, Coach Chris Stewart. Coach, how's your attitude today? Threw me a curveball. <laughs> I'd say it's positive. Yeah. 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 Things are looking up right now, I think. Yeah. I hustled up the hill this morning like, like it was my business. <laughs> I did not. I guess I Because I was a little bit late getting here. So. I was late as well. Might have been fake hustle then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got all because I don't go that fast every day, but I did today. Right, right. Interesting. Good thought. <laughs> Any idea what we're going to talk about today? What was that? Yeah, I'm going to turn that off. My computer is hooked up to the system. I got. There's you. a Teams message coming in. I got you. I got you. Work never so, stops, folks. Work <laughs> never stops. I hope everyone out there is having a uh, a positive attitude day, and uh, I guess you know, not faking it. Right. But, uh, I have been told before by a, uh, a customer, customer service trainer that you want to fake it until you make it. That's a big, uh, yeah, that's a big, uh, cliche. Or yeah. We'll see. Strategy. Yeah. <laughs> and there may have been a day when that worked. Yeah. It's hard to fool people today though. Well, I tell you who it's like hard that. to fool. It's hard to fool yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's impossible to fool yourself. Yeah, we right. know who we really are deep down. Yes, absolutely. And that's uh, that can get you in trouble a lot of times. It, it will. It will. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to fool yourself, uh, you know, I'm not just on the topic that we're going to talk about today, but anything in life, if you're trying to trying to fool yourself, it's going to catch up to you eventually. That's that's a that's a fact. Indeed. What are we going to talk about today, Coach? Well, I, you know, we polled some people about 45 <laughs> minutes ago. I yeah. sent a message out to my assistant baseball coaches at Eastern and, and said, hey, Pat and I are getting ready to sit down in the studio and record a podcast here in about an hour. Yeah, and one of We those, don't have a topic. <laughs> one of those Help coaches came up with a horrible idea. <laughs> well, just, it was a question. I said, I said, we need to like do make listener, listener question, you know, question and answer, things like that. So... Um, maybe you can throw out some questions for us to answer. And what was the question? Question was, why can't the Browns get it together? And, you know, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it was last week's episode. Yeah, well, he, it, it comes from an Eagles fan, and we already tried. We, yeah, we already tried. He was an Eagles fan. Oh, yeah, he's an Eagles fan. A Philadelphia Eagles fan? Philadelphia. Oh, come on. Yep, absolutely. He's fired. <laughs> well, we tried to bring leadership from the organization, from the Eagles organization, and that didn't work. So, you know. No. Mm. Yeah, that was last week and, and maybe the last time that I think about them for the, <laughs> for, the for the rest of the season. Whew, I don't know. Yeah. Nah, yeah. We'll be all right. You know, we're we're four and four and the world is over. 
that hasn't happened for Browns fans in quite a while. <laughs> Nor- yeah. And normally when we're forward four, it's a, it, we're, we're well, pretty positive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw Cincinnati Bengals fans reminding <laughs> themselves of that. We're five and three folks, five, five and three. three. Everyone, everyone's upset. We lost to the Jets. So <laughs> this thing, we're horrible. Pathetic. Yeah. Hey, hey, did you watch, see how Brady played and, yeah, it, it's that the same NFL, day, folks. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. NFL. That day, last Sunday, was the day of just weird. It was Halloween night. Yes. On October thirty first, you had three no name quarterbacks, guys that just came out of nowhere and won games. Yeah, and then you had Tom Brady throw three picks yep. and lo- and lose. And yeah, Dak Prescott was was hurt. I had no idea Dak wasn't going to play. Neither did I. I had, and I had to look up to see who Dallas's backup quarterback was because it's you know it's yeah. not Andy Dalton. It was last yeah, year. Yeah. And I thought, well, who in the world is it? Cooper Rush. Cooper, Cooper Rush. Rush. Yeah. 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 Mike I saw a Cooper Rush jersey in the stands. Must have been his dad. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah. Right. Who knows? Who knows? You know, some people go to games and pretend that they know or that they've been around people that play in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? And they refer to them in the first person? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> These are the same people that are wearing jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Are you going to wear a jersey on January seventh? When what I get when you, I get to Cleveland, going, is that the date? You know, it's the ninth. I think ninth. Yeah, yeah January ninth. So yeah, I'll be wearing a jersey. I, I got to I got to support us. I have one jersey that was purchased for me as a Christmas gift years ago. Yeah, Troy Aikman. It's a good one. Yeah, my jersey says Martin on the back of it. Okay, you got it personal. It's because you're part of the team. Right, exactly. So, An important if you part. have a jersey with your last name on it, then you must, right? I mean, you contribute in some way. So, exactly. I also have a uh, Ohio State jersey with my name on the back of it. My my birth year as the number eighty one. All right. So, yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to take any of those ideas as our podcast uh, topic for Heck today. No, we don't. No, we don't <laughs> listen to people that suggest things. Yeah. Uh, Coach Burton had a really good idea. I thought. And maybe maybe we'll have to make this a good. Uh, he he said talk about pregame prep, and focus and how to get focused in cer- certain situations, both on and off the field. That's that's great. A, that's it's a huge. pretty good conversation. I think we, yeah, it, it, it's, it requires a little more time and prep. So, coach, we'll we'll we'll, we'll come back to you on that one. Yeah, and I think it's it's relative to the topic that we have today because I, it's something that is so important to <laughs> to everything you do. Mm-hmm. But it's it's something that I think a lot of times coaches and parents, you know, players by by proxy, put so much, so little time and effort into thinking about into into um, into getting better at. If that makes mm, sense. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it, we tend to not think that it's a skill that you can practice and get better at. Right. Yeah. Which I think it is. I do too. Okay. It doesn't come natural to you to do this. I don't believe. And what is it we're talking about? I think we should say that. You yes. mentioned it earlier. You hustled up the hill. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't come natural for a person to want to hustle. Hmm. So let's talk about hustle. And I think it would be really good for us to define hustle and also a term that's become really popular in recent years, false hustle mm-hmm. or right. fake hustle. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. There was a time, a good portion of my younger coaching career, when I did not believe in 
fake or false hustle. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've mm. changed in that regard. And there are some times that I don't want to see someone, well, mm-hmm. it's just going to depend on how we define it. Right. right? I'm going to, cause I'm going to say there are times when I don't want to see someone sprint something out or do, you know, do this or do that. But I think that's just because in that particular case, the wisest thing to do, the best approach, the hardest work in that moment is not sprinting. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think we can just narrow down the word hustle to be defined as running, right? Or yes. running hard or going from one place to the next quickly. I think hustle has a broader definition, and that's what we hope to help define today. And, and maybe from a coach's perspective, help players understand what we are looking for when we say we want you to hustle, but also from a parent's perspective and people who watch the game and think, you know, you might watch the game and think, wow, that kid really hustles. Maybe what you saw looked like hustle, mm-hmm. but maybe that doesn't really happen all the time. And I think that for me, that is the, the, um, the, the key of the definition mm-hmm. is, is that, you know, when you, you will, you identify fake hustle when you're surprised by the hustle. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. When someone, when someone hustles, uh, uncharacteristically, <laughs> that's probably fake hustle. Yeah. Because it's not who they are. It's not their attitude. Right. From day to day, it, from it, moment to moment. An attitude, a mindset, it's a character. Mm-hmm. It's who you are. Yeah, definitely. It might be a good time to say this. You know, I actually have a, an entire page, or yes. an entire section, I should say, in my um, baseball program playbook, my baseball team manual or playbook is, I think, the word that we're just going with now with that and what it is because it, it kind of sort of insinuates this is, this is our strategy. This, mm-hmm. is, this is who we're going to be. This is what we want to do. And so this particular section on page 19 and 20 of this book is teen character, excellence, and hustle. And in this section, you know, I basically say, you know, we're going to outline some general principles that describe the character that we want our baseball team to have. And, and, you know, a character is who you are, right? It's not your reputation. Yes. Your character is who you, so it's not, this is what we look like. It's no, this is genuinely who we are. And so if that's not who you are coming into the program, then it's my job as a coach to help you understand how you can change, you can change and become this type of person. And and so that means we build everything that we can around these you know these ideas. And so I define it as you know hey, you know the idea here is excellence. And when we think of excellence, you know, it's not defined solely by the number of wins a team has or those kinds of, you know, successes, particularly numbers and things like that. But I define excellence as how someone goes about their business. Mm. How are you going about your business? And I think that, you know, hustle comes into play there as an example of excellence. And I just shared a handful of bullet points of what, you know, hustle looks like. You know, so here if you're if you're confused as to what hustle might look like, then here's what it is that we're talking about when we say that we want to do everything with excellence. And part of doing that is always hustling, mm-hmm. always hustling. So when someone hears that, they might say, oh, okay, well, you mean like, you know, r- sprinting to the plate when you're up to bat and sprinting back after you strike out and things like that. And right. You just rolled your eyes on that. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that. Cause I have, I have a list of things I'd like to say, fake hustle, real hustle, mm-hmm. like, you know, 
multiple choice, and we'll you and I can go through them and see if we disagree on any of them. I doubt if we will. We might. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, for me, you know, I'll just read a handful of these bullet points. You know, bullet point one, I say we will play hard for the entire game, regardless of the score. We will yep. play. We will play to win, regardless of the score. If we're winning, we're going to continue to play to win. If we're losing, we're going to play to win. Yep. And and I, to to add to the definition of hustle, if you do that one thing. I would say that is your character. Yeah. And you're going to probably do all the other things in this mm-hmm. bullet list. <laughs> yeah. Because it's hard. That's it's, true. It's hard That's to true. hustle when you're down, when things aren't uh-huh. going right. Right. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to hustle. Right. They all build on one another. They Absolutely. all complement one another. You yep. know, and, you know. here's an example, I think, of hustle, and that is no player will be bigger than the team or the game, no matter how good he may be. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that hit. I was just talking with you about Bryce Harper getting benched yes. by his coach a handful of years ago, uh, Matt Williams, in, in, when he was playing for the Nationals, because he hit a little dribbler back to the pitcher, and he just kind of jogged about six or seven steps and then veered off and just went jogged right into his own dugout yep. there. And um, the ironic thing was the pitcher actually had a hard time getting the ball out of his glove, and get, he kind of bobbled the ball and kind of mm-hmm. – and, and he was starting to panic, and then he looked up, and Harper wasn't even down the baseline, so he just tossed it over there. Right. So there was a chance – that Harper could have put pressure on him on that play Absolutely. and sprinted it out. Well, he didn't, and Matt Williams benched him. Yep. Yeah. I, let, let me play it. Okay. Let yeah, me play it. This is this is not what Matt Williams talking about. What happened in, okay. in the press conference? Yeah. So that's that's the background of what happened. And here it is. He had a little comebacker to the mound and doesn't even attempt to run it out. Skipper Matt Williams going to yank him from the game after that. To run ninety feet. <laughs> Again? No, lack of hustle. Did you? That's why he came out of the game. Sorry, did you say anything to him when you? I did. Up? We made an agreement. He and I made an agreement. This team made an agreement that when we play the game, that <clears throat> that we hustle at all times. That we that we play the game with intensity and and the willingness to win. And as it turned out, his spot came up. Kevin Franzen put on a nice A-B against Rosenthal, but his spot came up with the ability to win the game. And that's a shame for his teammates. Mm. The guy he put into the game in Harper's spot later came up with a chance to win the game. And he said, you know, the guy gave a great effort, but it'd been nice to have Bryce Harper in that spot. Sure. Yeah. That's a tough one. You know, it reminds me of uh, Marty Brenneman giving King Griffey Jr. a hard time for not running out of ball to first but now Kent, griffey didn't stop he finished he made it to the base he just, just obviously didn't he didn't run sprint full speed yeah, yeah. but you know the the flip side to that is griffey has battled had battled injuries his whole career it's hard to define griffey as a it's hard to define Griffey's character as someone who lacked hustle. Yes. When you watch the way he played defense. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think that kind of speaks to what we're talking about a little bit. And, and you know, I guess you you, it, you can't take one play and, uh, and define a, a player mm-hmm. or a person, you know, out of that one moment. Um, because, yeah, I think King Griffey was a hustler for sure. Yeah. Um, but to hear... Uh, Matt Williams talk about the commitment that the team made to each other. You know, obviously mm-hmm. they had talked about this and there was no uh, injury. You know, he, he wasn't he, he obviously in the situation. He was upset that he, he grounded back sure. out to the pitcher, which, you know, yeah, that that stinks. I've 
I've, right. I've, I've done the same thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it, in that moment, it is difficult to hustle. And that's when it comes back to, does the moment matter? Because if, if, if hustle is who you are, the moment mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You're, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. That's, that's who you are. Yeah. And here, my, you know, Matt Williams, the manager, basically, he acted on this very bullet point that I read from our manual, and that is that no player will be bigger than the team or the game. Yes. You know, this, we expect this of everyone, and that includes you, the multimillionaire star of this team. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, and that's true of any team, really. I mean, you're always going to have someone who is really hard to take out of the game. Right. Because, Absolutely. You know, and so and sometimes that person feels like, well, I could do whatever I want and and I'm still going to play. But that's that's not the character you want. It's and not, not the character you want. That's not the type of character you want to develop. Right. On your team. So it's not a uh, it's not a character. It's going to bring success you mm-hmm. know, as you as you go along in life. Yeah. I've noticed something. I've noticed that um, a lot of kids, I think, have have issues uh, Hustling because it's I, I feel like they don't think it's a cool thing to do. Yeah, that's that is an issue. It's a weird it's a weird thing, you know, because I think that hustle is more fun than not hustling. Like mm-hmm. I mean both hustling and lacking and hustling are contagious. Like if if you if you do it, you, sooner or later you're not gonna be the only one doing it. Yes. I mean it'll catch on. If you hustle then sooner or later, somebody else is going to hustle, and then you find two or three other people are, and it becomes you know, it becomes really contagious. Yes. And then, of course, the negative side of that is also true. Yes. If for some reason you feel like it's cooler to, I, I don't know. I, it's it, it's it, there is a, there's a weird ego thing about going hard, and it, it and is. what and the weird so, thing is it's in the opposite direction. The yes. ego is in the is the ego is. Well, it doesn't look as cool to go hard. I, I don't. I don't get that, because our pros, like, you would never see that out of Michael Jordan. And maybe it's because, you know, Jordan and Kobe and all those guys made it look easy, made it look effortless, and so it looks like. Sometimes I wonder about that. It's like, what you see a kid like just jogging down the court mm-hmm. in a basketball game. And you're like, why? Why do you choose that? Like, you're not panning. You're not. You're not winded. I mean, if you're winded, your coach is going to take you out. But why do you do that? And, and it's almost like, well, are they emulating their heroes? Mm. And and do they assume that those heroes, those guys on TV, are loafing because they're actually making it look easy? They're really giving – I just don't know. I mean, you don't get to that level and not be a hustler. You yeah, just don't. right. And you know what you wanted the opposite truth of that is you see that and then you see a player that goes out and does the opposite and absolutely just gives everything mm-hmm. they have up and down, you know, up and down the floor wherever they're going on the field and they stand out to you. Yeah. And the people that under, you know, that are really evaluating it from a sports perspective, from a competitive perspective, absolutely love oh, yeah. those players. You get people fired up. Yeah, you get the fans fired up, you get your if you the, the if you got coaches watching at the next level, they're they're noticing you. The opponents are noticing you. Mm-hmm. They're making an account for where you're at because you're gonna you're having an effect in the game. It's not that's not fake in any way at all. Right. That's not false. That's having an actual uh, um, impact in the game because of your hustle. Yep. And I just think that and why why do people why do like why do fans get excited and juiced about that? Because it's fun. It's more yeah. fun to hustle 
than not hustle. Sure. Yet there's this weird ego <laughs> coolness factor to not doing it. I, yeah, I think it's, I don't know what it is. You know, I've, uh, I, I've been talking about be chill. It's cooler to be chill. Yeah. Well, not, <laughs> not on the sports field. It's not, where, you know, where else it's not, I don't think, but I've gotten called on. On the, the on the, the dance floor. on the Fortnite battlefield. <laughs> here we go. I here here's a here's a term that you may not know, but it fits I into guarantee this. Guarantee you, I don't know. Try hard. Well, not in that context that you're saying it. Probably. <laughs> well, it's probably the same thing. I'm horrible at Do, this game. Don't try. <laughs> no, no, I'm horrible at this game. You know, so if I'm playing with somebody that's really good, I'm I'm really focused in and trying my best. Also, oh, you're a tryhard. I'm a tryhard. That's hard. a noun. They're just not like, a verb. Yes, right. Okay. Yes, sorry. <laughs> They're just like um, Pat's a tryhard. Okay, you, you know, or yeah. or someone that is uh, is kind of is using a gun that gives them an advantage. That other people wiping don't. everybody out. Yeah, they're like, well, they're tryhard because they want to win. You know what I mean? I'm like, of course. What I do. does that even mean? <laughs> right. I, yeah, I want to win. I want to be the best that's in the game. Right I'm going to do whatever I can to win. <laughs> but it takes that much for me just to be like bad. So yeah, but yeah, for I don't know what it is about. But I tell you this, Coach. I think, I think it might be in a little bit of the way that we try to develop our athletes, that we try to develop our kids. And, you know, we don't we really aren't putting enough focus on this important factor of, you know, the type of player that they're going to be, the type of person that they're going to be. And, you know, we talk about Mm. mechanics a lot. We talk about winning a lot. We talk about strategy a lot. But I think we miss some of these very important things. And that's I think, you know, Mm. uh, Coach Burton bringing up, you know, preparation and and knowing how to to uh, to handle certain situations. Man, those those are things that that we should coach. Yeah, and that just you know hardly ever find their way into yeah to, into coaching plans. So yeah, I I think it's it has something to do with that. I think it has something to do with our you know the way that the generation of kids don't um, don't spend time competing as a hobby. You know yeah. because that that when you say hustle isn't natural, I agree because. I think of those scenarios that, I, you know, when I was a kid, I was out playing wiffle ball or, or kickball or, mm-hmm. you know, flashlight tag or, or, you know, ball tag, whatever Ooh, it is, yeah, you know, anything like yeah. that. And, you know, I remember running as hard as I could. Right. You know, I remember being tired and, and, and because I wanted to win mm-hmm. and I was never afraid of, you know, worrying about whether how it was uncool cool or this not. Looks. Yeah, because yeah. I, you know, I yeah, my tongue's to hanging out. I'm sweating like crazy. I'm gr- I'm gritting my teeth and I'm trying to run as fast as I can. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know, so I, I guess that's you're learning that you're learning how to hustle because you're you're owning the desire to hustle. Mm-hmm. You want to hustle because yeah. there's you know there's a prize on the other side. So I. I I'm not for sure our kids are getting that as much anymore. And on the flip side of that, we've talked about this in the past. You know, we at these in in travel ball, you know, basketball, baseball are two sports that would be good examples of this. We're playing multiple games in one day. Right. We've talked about that. We're we're kind of we're kind of training we're training them to hold back a little bit. Right. To save some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I worry about things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There are reasons why I think there where there are reasons why there are rules in National Federation of High School Sports for the number of games you're allowed to play in one day. Yeah, you know, doubleheader is it. You can't play three games in one day. Right. Yeah. In ba- in baseball and softball, 
I don't know, it might be different in volleyball, I think, in other sports, but oh, yeah. when they have um, those those little tournament round robin well, things. Normally when they do things like that, they're, they, I think it's they the same split in them, they split them in half. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's play a little game. Okay. I, I, I've got a handful of scenarios. I don't know, four or five of them here. And I'll, I'll just read the scenario to you. And you tell me, hustle. Just based on the scenario. Or fake hustle. The situation. Based on the situation. And here's, and, and I think here's a, an important reason why we should do this. And I'm going to try to include other sports besides baseball in some of these scenarios. Because really, I think hustle looks different from sport to sport. It doesn't always look different. But there are times, well, it doesn't... There are, there are moments when hustle is needed in some sports. Like, well, no, I'll say it that way. It looks different. It looks different. And I think it looks sports. different from, from task to task. For example, sometimes. I'll give you two examples, and then we'll, I won't even, I won't even, I won't even uh, elaborate. I'll just give them. I'll say okay. one example is baseball player. So I'm going to give two examples of, of players coming off the field. Okay. Okay. Baseball player in the batter's box strikes out going back to the dugout. Football player in the huddle gets substituted out for going back to the sideline. Mm. Which one should sprint? Some people would say both. Mm. I would say, what would you say? (laughs) Well, I would say the football player. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you don't, it's a your team could become penalized. And, and so not only does it look bad, mm-hmm. so you're not sprinting necessarily just because it looks bad. Oh, yeah, that looks bad. And it's going to reflect on you and your team and your coach and, and everything else. However, your team could also get penalized if you don't bust your tail over to the sideline. Yes. And then we can talk about the baseball one later if you want, because it's on my list. Okay. The batter walking or sprinting back to the dugout. Well, you know, or I, we can even include jog, even though a jog wouldn't be defined as hustle, probably. See, Except me, at certain points. Yeah, and to me, so the, I said earlier, I think it matters, it depends on the task, because to me, mm, yeah, the hustle in that situation is all about body language. Man, that's a great point. Because if that batter is walking back to the dugout, dejected, Angry, you know, umpire called a bad strike, complaining, whatever they're doing. I think there's a lot of negative things you could do on that walk. That's not hustle. But if they're coming back, um, I would say with intent, uh, with, uh, you know, maybe frustration, but a controlled uh, attitude, a control, you know, controlling their body, a confident, you know, I I know I'm I'm going back out. I got beat there. But I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about it. Right. And to me, I would say that's a, and, and really it, it's a, it would be more of a mental hustle. And he could do that walking. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, OK. All right. Let me give you one. All right. Outfielder sprints from the dugout to his position between innings. Hustle or fake hustle? Hustle. I agree. I can't stand to watch guys run on and off the field. Even though it has no bearing on the game, I, I, and I disagree with that statement that I just made, actually, because of a, one of the bullet points in my manual. The next bullet point down when I stopped reading them because we played the Bryce Harper thing is, the next bullet point down says, we will play fast games, wasting no time between innings or at bats because we want to determine the pace. Yes. And that makes that's important to me, to get on the field, get warmed up, and get ready to go before the other team is ready to hit. 
Yes. You control the game. Yeah. And it's a little thing. It's a small detail. It's tying your shoes the right way, according to John Wooden, right? Let me tell you. But it's important. It's very important. And I'll tell you why. I've seen it firsthand in my 12U baseball team this year. I asked these guys to do three things for me at the beginning of, of fall ball season. I asked them to have uh, to have high energy, mm-hmm. to hustle, and to have fun. Those were the th- mm. three things that I asked them to do. Because I feel like in the past, the group has kind of it's struggled It's the same thing. It is. And, we've, and, and here's the thing. They bought in. They bought in because I, you know, I would I would chirp at them and I'd get on and uh-huh. hey, we're, we're we're dropping our our uh, our our momentum here. We're, our energy's low. Let's let's hurry out yeah. on the field. And there was a couple games throughout the season that, in saying that, we kind of came back and won the game. So they bought into it a little bit. In our last game, we lost, but we got down three to nothing in the first inning. Gave up a home run. Mm-hmm. Um, we came off the field and I didn't see any. Uh, nervousness. I didn't see any uh, woe is me. I didn't see any of that in in the eyes of these players. That was the first thing I noticed. Yeah. And I was just saying, yep, I, I like what I'm seeing here. Let's just keep yeah. doing what we're doing. Keep right. control. And, they, and they, they kept hustling back out on the field. They kept moving back out on the field. We got down five to nothing. Same thing. No, no worries. You know, they just kept mm-hmm. going, doing what they were doing, doing what they're doing all year. And we actually came back. We tied, we tied wow. the game five to five. Uh, ended up losing, but that's what I told him at the end of the at the end of the game that I I think you know we played that game to to, to the best of our ability mm-hmm. and and we did what we we controlled what we could control right. and it just didn't turn out in our favor. And but. that's the key. They had something that they could fall back to. Yes. When when adversity was hitting and they, and things that were happening to them in the game that were out of their control, they had something they could fall back to and do and control one hundred percent. Yep. And that was play with energy and hustle and have a great attitude doing it and have fun, you know, have fun doing it. And it's, and, and it's, it's those types of rules that we have on our teams because we know they can actually affect, they can impact the results of a game. Absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes they don't like in your situation, but still it felt good. Like you're telling that story now and who cares what your fall ball team score was at the end of that game. That's a win. Yeah. Yeah. I think a so. month later, yeah. that's a win. Sure. And I think, I think the the you know it comes down it did impact the game because I think when I told my parents this or our my, my parents I told our parents this I think a lot of teams would have given up there sure they would end up losing eight yeah, to nothing yeah right yeah oh yeah. I've seen that yeah, yeah. I saw a football game this year where a team actually was in control moving the ball down the field I mean r- pounding it right down the throat of the team that they're playing down the field they get all the way inside the ten. And turn it over, you know, unfortunate thing. Right. Well, the first play of the of the from scrimmage from the opponent went about seventy yards, and all of a sudden they're in the red zone, and they move it in and they score. Mm. And then um, it was almost like, I mean, this was the first quarter, and it was almost like we're done. The language, the body language was, well, here we go. Yep. And that and, impacts you as a person, wow. and it impacts your teammates. It does. And and they end up they got pounded. I mean that. The score was lopsided. It was a running clock before, you know, yeah. by, by the, in the second half. And it was a shame to see because my thought was they can move the ball on this team. But they just, they, they, for some reason, they decided they couldn't. Or they decided that they, now, now that we're behind, and that, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that at all. Let me give, let me give you a follow up to this okay. scenario. So all the right. outfielder sprints to his position and then back off the field between innings. Yep. Follow up is during the inning, same outfielder 
fails to back up bases on throws to bases. It's like hustle, right? So is the hustle that he's doing between innings still real or is it fake? Probably fake. Changes it. It changes it, it, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think that goes back to my point of, you know, what do you see out of that out of that player all the time? All the time. And, and you know, when I say um, if the player sprints from the batter's box to the dugout all the time, might not be fake hustle. But if the player is angry <laughs> and is trying, you know, I've seen yeah. this. Yeah. They're trying to get back in show there as up quick the as umpire possible. Yeah. Or, you know, just, yeah. just, you know, they have a. Oh, have, I loved it. As a pitcher, I loved it when a player sprinted back to the dugout. Get back in there quick, boy. <laughs> <laughs> sit down. Get in there and sit down. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I just think, you know, it, 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 hustle is, is, you know, as you talked about, it's who you are. And you either do it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And, if you choose only certain spots to do it, yeah, then it's then it's yeah. then, then the other times are false. You could, you gotta you gotta do it all. Let the me time. give you a basketball one. Okay, player, you're on defense. Yeah, and player runs through the passing lane or lunges or dives to try to get a steal on a pass, but doesn't get it. Yeah, real hustle, fake hustle. What now? You're playing defense, and you're trying to get to it, and you're trying to steal a pass that you know you have a low percentage chance of getting it. Oh, with the wrong arm, with the wrong hand. Or just <laughs> with anything. Just yeah. just lunging into the passing lane and then not getting the steal. Yeah. I think, it I, honestly, I have a strong opinion about this. Okay. Well, I'll let you answer What first. I would say is this. It probably depends on the situation, but if you're talking in the middle of the game, um, when, you know, getting the ball isn't a priority, you know, when taking taking a – I would say there's a there's a time when you want it there there's a time to take yeah context is everything when it comes to this yeah like, yeah, yeah. yeah but no I mean you, that's as a general rule though players because what do you're that. doing because fans that, get excited about that oh yeah go for it. I mean get the steal right but what you're doing in that moment and it's a good you know it, Matt Williams said it you're making the you're making the game the team less than you because you're trying to get a steal but what's imp- most important at that moment for the team. Playing defense, yeah. Playing good defense, and you're, you're disciplined defense, yeah. And you're 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 bailing on, you know, you're out of position. Uh, yeah, you're bailing on your responsibility. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's, you know, yeah. There are coaches, good basketball coaches, who coach their players do not go for steals. Mm-hmm. And I, I can give you the name of a college coach that does that, and the name of a high school coach that does that, and their teams get some steals. Yeah, because offenses will make mistakes and throw the ball to you, and so you have a high percentage steal where you're in the passing lane because you're playing good defense and the ball comes to you and that and you get it and go. But they do not, they do not gamble for mm. steals. Coach Cal is one of those. Yeah, I've heard of yeah, I've heard a little you know little like a tutorial on online tutorial mm-hmm. um, back when I was co- doing some youth basketball coaching I was watching those all the time and he said it is important to us to get back on defense to play good hard defense to, you know and we'll deny we'll deny 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 we'll play good help side defense when it's when it's needed but if we are playing good disciplined defense the turnovers will come to us mm. we don't have to gamble and go out and lunge in the passing lanes for turnovers yeah and coach Caldwell I know teaches that as well Hmm. Yeah. In high gotcha. School. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I really like that. I, it yeah. drives me nuts to see players 
go for steals, and then now you're playing five on four. What do they normally do after they miss the steal? That's another thing. They don't hustle back to the play defense. They're defeated, aren't they? Yeah, they're defeated. See that a lot. Oh, no, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Gosh. I remember this. I just remember. We should try to have her um, on the podcast, but she's she's a OU student right now. She she runs track or jumps track. Cassidy Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see her sometimes. I remember a, uh, her senior year. I think it was their last game she ever played at Meg's. Uh, the clock was running out. That they they needed the ball, and she was going after st- the ball to get a steal. And this is kind. Of, this kind of mm-hmm. flies in the face of what you're saying, but this is a situation well, where it's at the end of the game. Right. She you, needed a steal. She yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, she fell down. She got up, went right back at the ball, fell down again, hmm. got up, went right back at yeah. the ball. And uh, I, I'll never forget that because the, the I can't remember what team they were playing, but the fans were getting their, their fans were giving her a hard time, you know, because she fell down twice and she just came yeah. back and got and just went after it again. That's hustle. The situation right dictated it. Yes, absolutely. I, I think yeah, we should, yeah, yeah. yeah, we should remember that as a definition. The situation dictated that effort. Yeah, and what that she did type there, of she, effort. She, you know, uh, what what some people were saying was a embarrassing thing or you know a failure on her part she wasn't letting that keep her from 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 putting you know from doing what was best for the team and having watched her play she's a person who understood the the different types of approaches in different situations because she didn't play defense like that all the time right Right. i would say a person who plays defense like that all the time is an undisciplined defensive player probably isn't in the game much exactly yeah yeah Yeah, you're right yeah you're right here i'll give you another basketball one okay we're in the basketball season here getting ready to start some basketball in in uh, high school sports uh crowding the rebounder rebounder comes down with the ball now you're on defense, or you should be transitioning to defense. Oh, right? I got gotcha. you. Okay, here, here's here, I. This is a this is a pet peeve of mine when I'm watching high school basketball, especially girls basketball. Referees let the officials let this happen way too much. I would tie ups. I, I would yeah. I would whistle it a foul every time. You should. I hate that. I hate it. I absolutely hate it when a rebounder comes down for a ball and it's it and the disciplined. I think the better thing to do is to sprint and yes. get back on defense. However, it's easier to stand there and reach for the ball and try to act like you're making it hard for the rebounder. I tell you what, if that's me with that, I taught Kaylee to swing your elbows. They call a foul on you, big deal. Yeah. Swing them. Well, I They'll think, stop doing it if you hit them in the jaw one time with an elbow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that is a key, though. The official's not going to call it. you got to do something about it. You're when, getting mugged under there. <laughs> when you come down, you know, that's when you rebound a basketball, you should come down in a, in a pivot. Clear it. Yeah. yeah. In a, in, almost in a triple threat position right. where you got the ball under chin your it. chin. And, yep. And, keep, and so the, for defenders, that are doing that they do get the foul called but you're right i i and that's you know what i you know what i think that is that's a uh that's a youth league move or that's a that's a move boy it's happening a lot in high school <laughs> you I watch high school. it's just it's it's ugly you know it's I, ugly basketball i feel like it's bush league it i do too yeah i really do i mean i've even said that like even like get back i'm hollering get back just tie it up like we like my i remember my uh my youngest son played 
I think fourth grade basketball when he was a first grader or something like that. And he would, he would go in there and grab that ball and, and all the fans would love it. And I'm sitting over on the bench yeah. going, Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, everybody wants to see a <laughs> basketball game with 40 jump balls. Yeah. Jeez. Well, it comes back, yeah. Right. You get, you get the ball back and they're like, you know, good job. No. Good job. Bye. Good job. Bye. Yeah. Like, no, that's, yeah. that's not good. Either. The guy on the possession change is like, oh, here we go again. Possession change, possession change, possession change. I wonder how many, I wonder what the, you know what I've got, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out what some, uh, some really good basketball minds think about. Yeah, that. maybe because I, yeah, maybe I, we baseball guys don't know what the heck we're talking about. But I hate watching. It, I'll tell you that. I hate watching that. Yeah. I, if I were an official, I'd whistle it quick. I'd whistle it a couple times quick, and you, you, you slap a couple fouls on somebody that does that bull crap. It's gonna stop. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I don't like it either. I yeah. never have. So yeah. I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't like it. Either. I think that kind of thing is an example of false hustle because it looks like, oh yeah, look, they're tying them up. No, just get back. That's hustle. Yeah. Get back on defense. Yep. Good, yeah. good call. I'm yeah. with you on that. All I think right. you're going to benefit in the long run a lot more by getting back on defense than you are trying to tie yes. that ball up. It, yeah. It's that, it's the total game thing. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's like going for a steal. Now it's better to play total discipline, you know, defense for the whole game because that's going to that's a long view in mind type of, of uh, perspective. Right. All right. Back to baseball. Here's another scenario. <laughs> America's That's game. right. Diving headfirst in the first base. On a ground ball you hit to the infield. Usually <laughs> the, uh, usually this is what the last out of the game. In a lot of cases. Yeah, isn't it? Players yeah. trying to hustle out for uh, that that ground ball doesn't want to be the last out, and he slides into first base, dives head first into first base. Yeah, is that hustle? No, I in think that in that scenario, no. I don't think in any scenario it's hustle. Well, the only well, here's the thing. Well, oh, I shouldn't say any. That's definitive. Yeah, there is one scenario where I would say that's a wise move on a tag to avoid a tag. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because why? Because we know science, <laughs> science, which says. which can be trusted. Yes, <laughs> in, in this situation, it can be trusted. It can always be trusted. Right. You just it can pick, always be you trusted. Just can't pick and you choose. can't pick and choose your science, <laughs> right? But this is real factual science, and that is what you're faster when you're on your feet. As soon as a body part makes friction with the ground, yeah, you've slowed yourself down. Yeah, and so you are you unless you can. Unless you can sprint and dive, and the first thing that hits is your hands on that bag, yep. it's quicker to run through the bag. Even then, I think you you slow down when you go to leap because you when you're running to first, you don't want to leap. Like a lot of, right. a lot of base runners will take a wet one last through, leap. Yeah, you're, it's better to take those short. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, have you ever seen a track runner leap across the finish line? Have exactly. you ever seen a track runner dive head first across the finish line? As a matter of fact, that's what that's what makes track runners so precise in their running is that they practice shortening their steps as mm -hmm. much as they can, you know, they yeah. keep like, stepping underneath and the exact same stride. You see the exact same mm -hmm. stride going across the finish line, mm -hmm. same speed, same stride going across the finish line as you do it back in the middle of the race. Yeah. We can learn a lot from track runners as baseball players run through the bag yeah. in that same way. Yeah. It's hard for an umpire to call that safe as well. It obstructs. A, I mean, you're, you're not used to seeing that as an umpire. I don't think. I don't think it's a wise move by a baseball player to do that. That's an unusual way for a runner to go into first base because you're looking for you're looking for the you know the the foot to hit the bag and listening for the ball to hit the glove, 
right? As an umpire, is that the mechanic there? Yeah. Your eyes are on the base, right? Right. And and all of a sudden, oh, he just dove into the base, and it made a lot of noise because I heard him hit the ground. I, yeah, it, yep. it so obstructs. I think it, it obstructs uh, the umpire. I I I, I, rare, I just I can't tell you the last time I saw a safe a runner be safe doing that. I'm trying to think. If I, I, have, I haven't ever, seen it recently, but I um, oh, seen somebody do it recently. Yeah. Well, good. They're being better coached. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. A player's trying to hustle, but you know, again, let's ask the question: Did you do it in the third inning when? You hit a ground ball to second base, right? Have you do you do it all the time? It's unusual for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Because there's it's no not reason. the best way to do there's it. There's no reason to die <laughs> if they're if you're not avoiding a tag. There's no reason to right. dive into right. Yeah, the second base. There's yeah, really, there's never reason to just. I mean, that's you don't slide unless you're. You know, that's that's why you do those things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Another another baseball one here for you. Base on balls or hit by pitch. Sprinting to first base. That's hustle, baby. I like to see it. Yeah. It doesn't impact the game. You don't think it's hustle? No, I do. Oh, I like yeah. I like it. I tell you what it impacts. It impacts it, your, your team. team. Yeah. It's a, it enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. It gives energy. It's an energy giving play. And therefore, it's real hustle. Yeah. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially if you do it all the time. Which yes. I want guys to do it all the time. Yep. If they yeah. don't, they're hearing from me. And we want a party in the dugout when, when uh -huh. we hit it, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. It's exciting. So let's go, let's go ahead and come to that one that we briefly mentioned earlier, and that is sprinting back to the dugout after a strikeout or uh -huh. sprinting out to the plate to go hit. You're the next guy up, sprint to the plate. You strike out, sprint back to the dugout. False. Or well, real again, I think it goes to me. It's odd, you know, but if that's what you do every time, it doesn't buy. But here's the thing: if you sprint back the dugout and then you walk back to your position in between right. innings, there's the inconsistency. Yeah. yeah. So it, therefore, it was fake. Yes. Yeah. If it's not who you are, mm -hmm. then it's fake. You know, there's no reason to just hustle sometimes. Right. Yeah. In order for it to be false or fake, I think it ha it has to come down to what is your character. Yeah. Are you doing it all the time? I think more times than not, this kind of thing looks fake. It, it, it look, it's weird. And I've changed in this respect because I actually used to teach it. I used to say, you know what? Striking out's an embarrassing thing. Get out, get out of there as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. you know? But I, I, don't, I don't like it. That's, that's young Chris, Coach. I, I mean, that's back when I was like, everything's black and white. Mm -hmm. there's, no, there's no middle ground here. You know? and, and so I think there are times... Here's, here's what I mean by that, what, that by, by the fact that I've changed in my mindset. My mindset now is I believe that the way we define hustle, and I think we're, we're sort of unpacking the word hustle here and defining it without coming out, so maybe, maybe I'll give a definition of my own. But I think the way we're defining it here is there are times when walking is the best approach in that context or jogging is the better approach in that context. Sure. Which means hustle is not limited to like I said earlier running or right. sprinting. It's a bigger it's it has a bigger definition. And so if I'm a hitter and I strike out, I'm frustrated about that. I don't like it whether it's whether I swung through the pitch or the umpire called me out. 
But I don't necessarily want to see my guys sprinting to the dugout. Yeah. I want to see them walking respectfully with your hand back down on the barrel of the bat, not dragging it behind you, not with your head down your tail between your legs, but with some retrospect, right? It, you know, being, being mindful of what happened there. What did I do wrong? What can I do better next Absolutely. time? Absolutely. Evaluate the Evaluate what's yes. going on. You're not staring anybody down. You're not... You're not going back to the dugout and slamming helmets and things like that. That I think the whole picture of how you behave, how you how you respond and react in those kinds of situations determines for me or whether or not you're doing it with excellence. Because if I if, if we're equating hustle and excellence, I think that's that's where that comes into play a little bit. And so I think if I were to define hustle like with an actual definition, I would say it is how hard a person tries or like what kind of effort they're giving, which includes having wisdom in understanding every situation and what the best approach is in that situation. Sure. And so there are going to be times like giving a hundred percent isn't always trying to steal the pass in basketball. Right. Right. Yep. I mean, that might be unwise and undisciplined. It, yeah. There, so that's it's a not a hundred percent. That's a good word. It looks like a hundred percent to the naked eye. To the fan that doesn't know anything about basketball, oh wow, look at that person hustling! It's cringe though; it's eyewash. Yeah, I don't want to see a hundred percent or a disciplined hundred percent, disciplined one hundred percent effort. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Or an efficient, yeah. you could say. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. It comes back to that: what is what is the right response in that situation? Yep. And if it is go as hard as you can, I mean, go as fast as you can from point A to point B. That's the right response. It's not necessary in this situation, you know, when you strike out. Yep. In fact, maybe we want the on-deck batter to have a little bit more time to get in there and get ready to go before the umpire starts saying, come on, batter, come on, batter. Well, he's saying that because you sprinted your butt to the dugout, and now your, your next, bat, your next hitter point. is getting rushed, right? Right. There's always these little nuances to the game that we don't think about, but they happen. Yeah, and they I happen. Yeah, sure, and I think having the same approach to the plate and the, the, the same uh, approach – as you do, what would be the word? As you as the exit, I think there's some mm. value in that yeah. too, um, because you know we talk going about, to the plate and exiting the plate is the same approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you you know when 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 things go wrong, we want to be able to go back to some um, to some common ways that we can we can refocus. Yeah, and you know and and yeah, really, so we can get back to right. giving 100 percent disciplined effort, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and, you know, maybe that's that time that you, as you're walking back from from home plate to the dugout that you're, you know, as you're evaluating what you did during yeah. that at bat, you're also thinking, you know, let me let me get ready for mm -hmm. what I need to do next. Right. Yeah. Now, if that walk is slower than your normal walk would be. Yeah, that looks bad. Yep. You're moping. Yep. Right. You're pouting because Perfect. of that strikeout. Yep. Uh, they're, they're just they're just there's a fine line, I think, between. What's just the right approach? It comes and down to why you're doing it. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or it always comes down. Or who you're doing who it you're for. Who you're doing it for. Yeah. 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 For sure. Good stuff. All right. Let, let's let, let me give you another one here. Uh, sprinting on a pop up. You hit a pop up to shortstop, and you you sprint it out as hard as you can, or like behind short between shortstop and left field, or something like that. But it's routine. You're probably going to be caught. Sprint it out as hard as you can, trying to round that bag to get to second. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, there's no question about it. Yeah. Because nothing's routine in a, in the game. 
it could be dropped. Well, I that's, hear, that's an easy question. Here's how you know that's hustle. Because if you've ever seen someone do it and make it to second because the because the outfield dropped, yeah. there is, or the infield dropped, there is an immediate boost of energy mm-hmm. to that team, Yeah, to that offensive team. I've told you this story before about how Brock scored from first base with two outs and a pop-up to second base. Yeah, we talked about at that. At Chillicothe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bases were loaded. In fact, all those runners scored, and the guy that hit the ball ended up on second base. Yep. Yeah, it's, it was it was pretty cool to see. That's a, one of my favorite video clips. Oh, wow, well, you his, have that video. I do. Of oh, all of I'd his, like to see that From as well. the GoPro behind the, the screen. Yes. yes. Yeah, because when he came sliding, they made a play at the plate, and he was say, actually that it was that was the hustle was part of it. The slide was the second part of it because he slid way way back, like way. He saw the throw coming. He saw the catcher like going up to catch it, and so he slid up way in front of the plate, and then reached back and slapped it with his hand, so the catcher couldn't reach him. Are you sure he didn't run on the baseline? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just kidding. Right. Uh, no, he very much avoided that tag. <laughs> that was That's without awesome. a doubt. But no, it was a really cool play. But it, but it was in that you, you talk about energy, because we're playing a D one team. It was Canal Winchester who was actually supposed to win the central the um, um, central Ohio. Uh, what are they in? I'm not sure. I don't know. My brother will correct me on that. I, yeah, my, I know uh, all those big schools up in Columbus area. But they came in there. You know, we met them in Chillicothe. They were thinking, you know, well, the D two team will beat these guys. Yeah, what a buddy. what a great team to take advantage of that on. Because right. you know you're thinking D one, they're they're gonna make that. Play. Oh yeah, yeah, it was tough. Nothing was sure out there at that. And, and plus, when you're playing on that old turf, it was a really high pop up. So when that kid missed it, it bounced another twenty feet in the air. And so then he's got to catch another one because you got to wait for it to come down after oh, it bounced. It was man. pretty wild. Oh, it was. It's just it was such a fun play to watch. It was really cool. So let me let me give you another caveat here. So that's a pop up to shortstop, which is in play. What if you what if what if you you the batter hit a pop up that it goes up and it clearly is going out of play like there's no chance whatsoever that ball is coming back in play do you want to see your runner do you want to see your hitter drop the bat and sprint through first base until he hears the umpire say foul ball <laughs> no i've heard that as some rules on some teams you sprint until you hear the umpire shout foul i think that is a well, yes. I think you, it's a waste of energy, to be quite honest. We, yeah, I, that is it's a unnecessary. It's a poor attempt at teaching hustle. Yeah, I is agree. what that is. Yeah, um, I would expect them to sprint until they know it's a foul. If it's questionable, right? Yeah, because you hit a pop up that's that could. I mean, that that could end up coming back into fair territory. Then you're in trouble if you don't sprint it. Sure, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean if balls, it's out I mean, of even, play and going, I well, mean, you know. Even if it's not out of play, let's say it's behind you, up against the backstop. Sure. Do you need no. to run to first base on that? No. No. You see players do that all the time. It looks silly. It does look silly. Does, I'm always a, going, hey, hey, save it, save it, save it. I'm shouting. You heard me this summer doing that. We had guys doing that all summer long. I'm like, save it, save it, save it. It's out of play. Keep your bat in your hands. Get back there. Get ready for the next pitch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. They're dropping this. their bats and running. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm trying to Have some awareness of where the ball is. It went all the way down by the school, you know. I got to go to the cafeteria to get that. That's right. To return that baseball. Yeah. No, yeah, I. No. Right. Unnecessary. Yeah. Yep. That's that's fake hustle. Yep. I think. So there you go. I mean, two different kinds of pop ups: fair ball, foul ball. Sure. Sprint one out. Other one, no. Sit. You know, take a deep breath. You know, step step back. You know, and and uh, get ready for the next pitch. I yep. think so. Yeah. Yeah. That might have been all of them. It might have been all of them I had. Good stuff. Yeah, but those are some. I mean, it's just some example. I think it helps define like the the fact that it it doesn't 
you can't just define hustle with a hard line black and white answer. It's just not, it's not always just sprinting everything. It just isn't. Yeah. You know, there are times when I'm okay with our guys jogging off the field in practice instead of sprinting. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to see them walk. I think that builds a bad habit. What do you think? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, I think, you know, when I, when I, uh, when we talked about talking about hustle this morning, uh, for me, it was just getting across the point to, to coaches of, of youth athletes, to parents, you know, definitely prioritize this put this mm-hmm. at the top of your list of things that are important in your season you know right beside yeah. the number of wins right beside the number of trophies right beside the team batting average things like that because these are things that that actually dictate those things these are these are fundamentals that can have an impact on mm-hmm. on all of those things and you if if a, if a kid is taught how to hustle they're going to be a better player at the next level that they go to you know, regardless. It's well, and that's that's a good that's a great point. I would say, when in doubt, like you're, because we the way we've talked about it here today, we've we've talked about it. Well, you've got to understand the context and the situation, and what is real hustle and what's not hustle. Mm-hmm. But I would I would still say, when in doubt, go all out. Sure, Ooh, that rhymed. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> and plan, when up. when in doubt, give it everything. I mean, hustle. When in doubt, sprint. When in doubt, give give your best effort. And that way you don't really have to think about whether or not the situation is right or not. You just, it's just, and then what happens? It becomes who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole key of hustle is making it your character. And if that's your character, no one's even going to question it. No one's going to be like, ah, that's fake. No, that's no, no dude. That's the way that guy is all the time. Oh, okay. I I mean, and that's, and that's better than, than having the kind of character that looks like, boy, it looks like he's loafing. Doesn't it? It looks like he's not running everything out. He's not. Well, why didn't that guy ever sprint? I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want that kind of character as a player. Yeah. I don't want that kind of kid with that kind of character as a coach. Yeah, and 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 college coaches you don't will. want those kind of players either. Cool guys. Yeah, don't. Yeah, they don't want the cool guys <laughs> unless they can throw ninety eight. Yeah, might, I guess they you might. <laughs> hey, I'll say something. All right. I remember. I remember this being a thing. Uh, we had a. We had a guy. I played with a guy named Scotty George when I was a freshman, and um, I was Scotty George, sophomore. So a sophomore, you know Scotty. Yeah. Um, he threw low nineties, I think low to mid. Oh, did he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He, you know, he's not very, not a very big guy. He just had no. He has just a great mechanics and a a fierce competitiveness to him. But yeah, I didn't see him play as an older kid. As an, I mean, I remember as a youth player. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He threw real well. He uh, he. I mean, him and him and Gary Stanley, you know, uh-huh. w- were a huge uh, part of that uh, 1996, right. you know, state state tournament Meg's baseball team. But uh, guys would grumble about him because he would always be first in practice when we'd run our sprints, when we when we jog. He would always be first. He would mm-hmm. always pull us. You know, he'd always push us. Yeah, people would be like, oh, you know, I wish Scotty would, hmm. you know, quit. Quit pushing yeah. so hard, you know what I mean? Yeah. They never, they never, they never, they never called it fake hustle because mm-hmm. that th- they didn't. Well, and here's why: they didn't because that's who he that's was. That's what, what he, he did, did all the time. And and even though they grumbled, 
they didn't, it wasn't that they were really angry about it. Yeah. They're just like, I wish he wasn't. That's not who he was. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? But that's because who, it's making me feel like I should be that way. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should be. And it, you know, it wasn't the necessarily the cool thing to do, but you know, he, he went and played college baseball. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he, you know, he was a leader and yeah. So, you know, that's an example. You, well, he wasn't you, just doing it. He wasn't turning it up a notch because he knew somebody was watching. No. He was just doing it all the time. Just who he and was. That, and that, if that's the case, that's real hustle. Yeah. If, but if you're doing it at, partic- at specific times when you wouldn't do it in that same situation another time, you got to wonder, well, why am I, like you said, what's your why? Why, why am I doing it? Yeah. I'll tell you another thing about Scotty. He'd take a pitch to the ribs any day. I, I think he got hit. 20 plus times yeah. his senior year just because he'd crowd the plate and yeah. just uh, he'd huh. take a pitch. He'd take a pitch to get on base. So why was he doing that? That energizes people. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Scores runs. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? Good stuff. So you ready to hustle out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like uh, listening to the Coaching Life podcast, let us know. And give us some ideas because obviously we are uh, having a hard time coming up with them since we came up with this topic less than an hour before we came in here. But thanks for the ideas, Coach Burton. <laughs> we'll jump in there. Yeah, we'll with that. Uh, I like the focus before games. He sent me another one too while we were getting ready here. It was more of a baseball specific one, throwing certain pitches now to set up a pitch as a setup pitch for a later pitch to get the batters out, things like that. Boy, he's getting tactical now. Can't, can't talk about that, Coach. This You're giving is, away your yeah, secrets. Wait, 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 wait. We're not going to put this out in the don't, public. Don't give a scout hey, we'll keep we're this, uh, we're talking, we'll keep this. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about this behind closed doors, Coach Burton. Come on, not not too much. So, nah. Awesome, Coach. Cool. Appreciate the conversation as always. Yeah, thanks for the topic. Thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs>